Hello, everybody, and welcome to Throwless. Uh, I'm joined, as always, with Chris Reynolds. How you doing, Chris? So good. Happy to be here. Um, you know, back to work this week. Um, it's Wednesday. It feels like Sunday. I don't know. I don't know which way's up and which way's down, but <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to be on the podcast. Yeah, me too. I feel like it's been six months since we did our last one. <laughs> I think it's only been two weeks, but yeah, just we, uh, we were all very busy last week couldn't make it work and then uh, we actually recorded one uh, on the weekend but for some reason the audio just didn't work uh, from what we've heard of feedback from the people that were near us when we were recording that that probably a good thing maybe that one <laughs> shouldn't have got out <laughs> seen the light of day I think maybe we had a fairy godmother looking after us uh, it was a big weekend and we had a bit to say at that pod but uh, anyway here we are sorry yeah, exactly no, exactly. So yeah, we've got a big one. Uh, plenty of stuff happened in the last couple of weeks, which is cool. We, so much. Uh, we were talking on the last pod that we needed to hurry up and uh, get it done so that we can listen to the Park Clubhouse. And we got mm -hmm, it sort of mm -hmm. just about in time. And, and you, I know uh, you and I both had a listen. What were your thoughts? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, it was good to be... Um, you know, part of the topics and like part of the conversation and just I love the live chat feature and them being able to see that during the pod and I know they'll be going to air tomorrow night and uh, I'll be tuning in and I'll, I'll be looking for uh, a few shout outs. I, I, I won't be surprised if there's a bit of backwards and forth between the two podcasts moving forward. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I really enjoy that too. Uh, yeah, the live chat feature is dope. Um, interaction's great. So anyone who's watching... Yeah, start chucking stuff in the chat and yeah, see if you can get a rise out of the boys. But yeah, well yeah. done, guys. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and like it's obviously quality to have the camera set up there and, um, you know, they someone must get banned from the couch for the night and um, they bounce between the couch and the chair and away they go. It's good. It's good setup. Yeah, I like it. All right, we... Uh, we set up our giveaway a couple of weeks ago and uh, it was meant to run for two weeks, but because we didn't do a pod last week, it's going to go for another one. We got a strong handful of submissions already, some pretty good ones in there. We passed them on to Dobzy. There's a couple he likes. So there's definitely a couple front runners for the fantastic Disc Golf Warehouse prize pack. Uh, but you can still win. You can still get amongst it. Shawnee says that he's looking for a little bit more funny out of it. So... Uh, he likes what he's seen so far, but don't be surprised if something a bit more humorous gets the win. So hit us up with uh, the next big thing for Disc Golf Warehouse, whether that be yeah, yeah. their next product, their slogan, anything like that. Just the next big thing for Disc Golf Warehouse. Hit up them on Instagram. Give them a like. Um, yeah, shoot us what you got. And it's such a good price pack. If, if none of it's any good, I might just keep it for myself. No, exactly. And we could sell it off and make make a quick buck. So um, yeah. we want something funny. I think it's fair to say that some of our listeners have gone with a bit of a, a Yukon disc mindset and they've gone with uh, quantity over quality. But really what we're looking for is some quality. So yeah. uh, send, in some, send in the next big thing. Um, that one that gets a ride out of us um, is uh, taking home a bloody juicy prize back. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, one, uh, another thing that really caught my interest over the last couple of weeks I thought was hilarious was the Leo Dykes in the bag. Did you catch it, Chris? Elite. <laughs> ah, how good. It's a very clever take. 
I've seen a few people try some funny stuff, and I, I've never really, never really gotten too much into it. But that was a very unique, uh, well done by Leo. So um, if you haven't seen it, get onto his Instagram or his Facebook and check it out. Uh, chuck on, go on the um, Disc Golf Warehouse Insta. I'm sure it's on that because he's one of their team members. It's very, very funny. It's uh, casting back to yesteryear. I feel like back in the day, uh, one of our uh, passionate listeners, I feel like Jay Yeti Redding had a, a pretty good in the bag back in the day. He might have been one of the first piss take in the bags. And uh, it reminded me of that. It's a, it's a very good in the bag. And if you haven't seen Jay Yeti Redding's, um, and if you're not even sure who Jay Yeti is, get with the program. <laughs> Check yeah, him out. Exactly. Uh, one thing I noticed too is uh, good looking kid. I don't know how I never noticed before, but uh, maybe when he got camera ready, chuck, chucked a bit of makeup on or something. But good-looking kid there, Leo. He, uh, Hi, yeah, there he's, he's doing all right for me. Okay, beautiful. Nice to know. <laughs> Good pickup for Disc Golf Warehouse. <laughs> all right, so we, we did speak about Disc Golf Warehouse's player pickups, but there's been a ton of uh, player sponsors coming up and about. In the pros and in Australia, we can't get to all of them, but what's some, some notables that you've liked, Chris, and maybe some you haven't? All right. Well, um, obviously, we've got the Latitude 64 duo with Paddy and Dylan continuing. Um, we've um, obviously seen um, Heiser Flight expand out there, and uh, I think there's there's one in the wings that's a pretty big get for Heiser Flight. but Huge one that get. Yeah, one that I caught my eye today is uh, Discmania and Austin D. Austin himself heading to Discmania. I think that's so fantastic. I had a look on their website. He's already up there. He's on uh, the European pro team. So I guess we count uh, as Europe when compared to Americans. Uh, but yeah, his photo's up already. He's he's uh, he's official. And that's a, that's a big dog set up there. I mean, so. I, I eat more pizza than Italians. So I think I'm European. <laughs> There you go. Uh, I love it. I think it's cool. I, I really, really hope we get a uh, Aussie FD. Oh, so good, so good. Hundred uh, percent. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll get him one for sure. Maybe uh, the T Devil can get another run via Discmania. Yeah, true. <laughs> for sure. Uh, now that's my best one too. I don't really care about any of all the uh, the pros in the states. Uh, I like to tar picking up all these side hustles. I enjoy that. Uh, just getting cash on cash on cash at Porsches and all that stuff. But other than that, I don't really care who goes to the Innova or who goes to wherever. The penny Person. dropped with me with Tatar, though. Like, the word on the street is that Tatar, we need to keep this in mind. I hope not other, no other tipsters listen to our podcast. But Tatar's not going to play much of the American tour this year. That's the word on the street. She's going to play a lot, a lot more European events, and uh, if you get to go from one to the other in a fang dangled Porsche, uh, I guess that's a good choice. Yeah, true. Yeah, why not? Uh, all right, another uh, another pretty crazy thing that popped up in the last couple of weeks was PDGA Mandor, our very own PDGA Rodman page for Australia, and they they only have one post out at the moment. They they started following a bunch of disc golf people. And we jumped on Team Follow Back, so we were amongst it. And the very next day, they posted a ripper of a meme. It was very, very good. Uh, but nothing since. And I think they took a little bit of heat online 
for it, but um, I think it's unwarranted. I think it was hilarious. I, uh, there was definitely a dodgy meme going around at Nationals, and we've already called that out. We're very against that, but I think that those two are worlds apart, and the PDJ Mandel one was hilarious. Everyone knows of Matt Hill's Australia's biggest sandbagger. Uh, and to him in a car just mowing down the MA1 field with a bag of sand is just pure comedy gold. Um, yeah, what do you think? Um, oh, a couple of things. The, mostly it looks like it was made on Microsoft Paint, which I've not seen since 1995, and I think <laughs> I think that's a massive win. I'm here um, for it. I'm here for that. I also... I think they butchered it. I'm really sure they endeavoured. Like, obviously, Rodman's their icon with an Australian flag behind him. I'm certain they've tried to make it Rodman backwards, but they butchered it. And yeah. I, th- I think that's funny as well. Um, <laughs> but, no, what I would genuinely say is that, like, this is inevitable. Like, page and pages like this is, like, it's just so inevitable. Like, where one of many trash Australian podcasts going around dedicated to Australian disc golf. The fact that there's multiple of us um, means that a page like this is just inevitable. And I'm here for it. Like, um, you know, there are many people in this sport that uh, take themselves a little too seriously. And a page like this might just peg us back here or there and, you know, not get too personal and not to get too attacking and just, just be a laugh. Like, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think you're right. I think they've gone a bit gun shy. I don't know if they're listeners. If they, I don't know if they're one of our avid 40, but if you are, just know that uh, me and Alan are here for it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, love it. Want to see more of it. Please don't shy away. Please put more out there. If you've got quality up the gun uh, like that Matty Hill one. Maybe like, oh, maybe they're just oh. waiting for the, another big tour event. You know, they, they dropped one for uh, the Golden City and maybe they're just waiting for the next one. Very true. Very true. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Only a couple more weeks till Rafi Rumble. Get your registrations in now. Fields are looking good. pretty hot. Good segue. <laughs> yeah, fields are starting to look pretty good. That, that Saturday is filling up and it is juicy. Some big fat fields there. And plenty left, uh, plenty of meat on the bone on the Sunday. Not enough pros in there for mine, but you're on there and that makes me happy. And amongst the guys. <laughs> All right, so speaking of stop one on the Vic Tour, that was yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We had the uh, Golden City Classic in Ballarat. Always an epic event in Ballarat because they have a wonderful TD and Reese. And yeah, this was no exception. The, everything was really very smoothly done. Uh, and I've gone to the players' dinner that night. It was fun. The discs were really cool. Although I think all of like all of the Halo destroyers went to the all the MA fours who got there early. So there's just a whole bunch, yeah, <laughs> a whole bunch of people that have absolutely no business with a Halo destroyer in their hand. By the time the MA one field got there, it was just. <laughs> Uh, I ended up with an it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, an in of an it. Hardy you know what that flings, is? Yeah, Hardy throws one of them avidly. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, you can have mine. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it He threw it a lot at, gold, uh, at our green jacket weekend. Did he? There you go. Well, he, yep. he can have mine. I, I was like, oh, we'll see what this is like. But it's a lot closer to my Rolo than uh, any other disc I have. So we, I don't think I need that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it was excellent. Big field, 105 players, which was dope. 
Um, yeah, one round a day for a couple of days and some, yeah, some pretty good disc golf. What, uh, what did you see there that you liked? Uh, lots, obviously, um, starting down at, um, MA4, that, that went to a playoff and, um, it was uh, great to see David Wood come away with the chocolates uh, over Chris Scott. So ring-a-dig-ding, he did that from chase card or maybe even third card. So um, came in with this. They went yellow-blue and David Wood went 65-65. Yeah, yeah, big <laughs> big efforts on the, uh, on the blue there. Yeah. Uh, now, well done. Our man uh, Ash Wiener, who we tipped, ended up in fourth. Not too far off the pace. And uh, Ash Brookers, who's heartbroken as I am about the Ravens just choking on a big fat one uh, in third place. Yeah, and he like he was definitely in the mix. It was a tight one. Uh, it was definitely a tight one. So it was good to see uh, Melbourne boys up and about uh, and a couple of Westies up and about as well. Um, Ryan Miller was always going to be too hard to beat in MA3. Yeah, definitely. He he doesn't play a ton anymore, but I swear he just uh, he must play enough to keep that rating low at these little invili events or something like that. And then he pops off at these big ones and just goes whack. Uh, very close in the end with Lee Joy and my tip uh, Duncan McIntosh falling not too far behind. But yeah, plus one uh, through those two is some pretty good disc golf. So Ryan Miller, well done. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, we, I feel like we've done this podcast before, but uh, what used to be FJ15 is now FA2, and um, yeah. uh, Anita, Anita went uh, whack. Whack, indeed. Woofed. Huge victory. What's that, 28 strokes? Yep. Yikes. Yeah, going to need to see a strong, strong bounce back there for, for Jess Holman. Yeah, so that's one uh, one to the aces, head-to-head uh, -head aces, highs of flight right there. So <laughs> that's definitely uh, one to the aces. Um, look, in MA2, this is this is really what we want to talk about. There was there was a pretty dramatic fall from, fall from grace uh, in MA2. It was, it was, you know, it was the matchup that we called for. It was Penn um, up against Henry. They both opened with, uh, I think they were both minus sevens on the yellows. Nine to seven. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good disc golf. Minus seven there on the yellows. Yeah, nine, four, seven golf. And we thought, here we go. And um, yeah, the last few holes, um, Penn probably wants to crack, have a crack at them again, I think, um, because uh, Penn found himself in T fifth uh, after a rough backstretch. Yeah, big. Big drop off. Uh, he really let you down. Pen in a canter is is how you tipped it, but uh, yeah, nah, just way too many bogeys. Henry kept it pretty clean. Tough scoring on that uh, on that blue layout, but uh, very good score. I think of uh, plus one. He must have just gets it done by three strokes over Jess Castles. Yeah, and exactly. uh, one back with Sam Stoyer. So not bad, but the kid, the kid's good. Kid's very good at disc golf, and uh, the Melbourne crew is just getting a, a strong, strong taste of what I've been fighting every time I head over to South Australia. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think you might be up against him soon as well. Like with events like that, he won't stay below nine three five for long. No, nah, no, it's really disappointing. <laughs> it's re really disappointing. I can tell you that. Uh, in the old man division, uh, Nick Hall. Uh, I think I, I picked him 
He's too good. He's he's a very solid disc golfer. Carey put up a fight, but uh, yeah, it's Nick Hole, Carey, and then absolute daylight. Um, yeah, Jeff ended up with the tie, a three-way tie in fourth, but the scores are just nowhere near what Nick can produce. He's, he's just he's a very good disc golfer. I don't think his rating does him justice. Yeah, agreed. I'm Jay Yeti Redding, and you're listening to the Rollers Podcast. Whoa, what just happened? <laughs> we, been a glitch that, there's been a glitch in the Matrix. So we probably could have smoothed this out, but uh, not really our style. Uh, it is now Friday at 7.20, and we started recording the pod uh, on, what, Wednesday night? Wednesday night, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you were single dadding it and, uh, Theo needed some attention. So, yeah. And I had a bit of Peyton sip last night, created a masterpiece. Uh, and so now here we're back on, uh, on Friday. Sorry, listeners. I like, we've dropped the ball a little bit here. Season two is proving very difficult, but, uh, here we are. And I'm promising this episode's worth the wait. Yeah. This is probably why the tee off comes back in like February because January is hectic. <laughs> yeah. True, true. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think we were at uh, MA40 at the Golden City Classic. Correct. correct. Uh, and a bit of a ring-a-ding-ding there. You had Tim Ware in a canter again, and once again, the canter call was uh, unjustified because he got rolled <laughs> by Lee Thompson. That is true. That is true. Um, and yeah, Timmy Timmy got off to a slow start. He went into uh, round two, um, sitting in third with Lee Thompson with a fire minus six emoji, uh, and then Hussey with the minus three. And yeah, Tim was parked in there in third, and it turned out to be a battle of those three uh, all the way through. And in the end, it looks like Lee got it done with a couple of strokes to spare. But the reality was Lee and Tim were tied. Uh, on the tee of the 17th and they were tee, tied on the tee of the, tee of the 18th as well with Huss just one back of the pair of them. So one sep, one stroke separating the three players at the top for the last two holes, anyone to win it. And uh, in an MA40, uh, par par was enough to get it done over 17 and 18. Yeah, big. Very big. Yeah, well, uh, nice job there, Lee. He's been popping off at a, a few little events here and there. So good, uh, good wins, I reckon. And his uh, his latest child is uh, was born like within like a week of Theo, so he, he'd be running on not much sleep as well, I reckon. So, <laughs> nice. uh, fair fair play to him. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then in the FA one, we had our uh, Emma Georgia battle, but not so much of a battle. Uh, Georgia didn't come to the plate, and Emma got it done. You were you were yeah. calling for a bit of uh, Janet upset, and uh, she played pretty well. She tied with Georgia, but. Emma, just too good. That first round, too strong. Yeah, tournament, uh, another tournament under the belt above her rating. Uh, it's a good start to the year for 2024 for Emma. I'm sure she's up and about. I, I, yeah, don't mind sharing with the listeners. Bumped into her um, between round one and round two. Um, and fair to say Emma was up and about and she was uh, looking forward to um, taking home first win for 2024. Yeah, beautiful. Now, good to see. There was uh, a bit of a ratings bump, and I think a bit of a ratings dip for, uh, well, ratings bump for Georgia and a ratings dip for Emma towards the back end of last year. So it's looking like a lot more separated than it actually does. So good to get a uh, one back, but yeah, look for Georgia on the next one to to swing it the other way. And uh, yeah, the T second for Janet's great, um, and 
particularly enjoyed her up on the podium photo and <laughs> also want to shout out the fact that uh, both rounds above rating as well for Janet. So definitely uh, came to play. Well done, Janet. Yeah, for sure. We don't want to talk too much about her because she's almost certainly in witness protection. So <laughs> just keep, I'm, not keep... Even, I'm not, even, not even sure if I'm comfortable joking about it. Keep that on the down low. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my division was uh, was pretty hot, for but uh, not for me. Um, oh. I played some uh, pretty average golf on the first day. Neg four on the yellows. Uh, I've always said that you get neg five for showing up in my division. And I definitely didn't show up. I didn't hit any putts. So uh, neg four was yeah sort of disappointing. But somehow it was good enough to get me in uh, equal third. Because most of the rest of the field didn't show up either. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, a bit more not showing up in the final round for me. But with a, a nice birdie on hole 18 to finish, got me tied third with Sven. So uh, not too bad in the end. A little below my rating, but my rating's kind of fake at the anyway. So all good. <laughs> but clearly outclassed by uh, local Benedict O'Byrne and uh, Ethan Lewis, who took out first place. I, I mentioned in the last pod... Six years ago, you that called for uh, it. you called for yeah, it. Yeah, I was excited to play with him again, uh, and I shouldn't have been because he, he smashed me. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, he was fun. Uh, it was good getting around with him. Uh, his wife Holly came around with a kid too, so very very fun couple. Enjoyed doing that. So uh, yeah, great win to Ethan. Hopefully, we see a bit more of him now. And yes, yeah, been up on the podium as well. So a couple of Melbournians there. Um, well done, Eagles. I'm sure Sven was looking for much lower like yourself as well, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, these aren't great scores. couple late bogeys for him. Let me catch up to him in what was not stellar disc golf for me. So I'm sure he's disappointed. But what do you got to do? Yeah. But Benedict O'Byrne was really good. I played with him both rounds. And, oh, man, if he had to hit some putts in that first round, he would have shot 10 down easy. Uh, but he didn't. So... <laughs> <laughs> MA1s be MA1ing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you see in the MP40s? Well, round one is just where it's at. You right. just need to click on round one and see Mr. Bespoke Disc Golf himself shoot 982 minus six, which uh, would have put him in T second in MPO after round one. Um, yeah, five shot lead over Castales going into round two was always going to be hard to catch. Obviously, now that we're into the MP40 category, we're playing two laps on the um, modified on the advanced layout. Yeah. And minus six is hot. Um, backed it yeah. up with a minus two, which was also the hottest round for his division. So he just separated himself a little bit further. Alex Castales, though, um, should be happy to finish under the card. Under the card, two laps on that blue course is Good golf. Uh, would be surprised if that's not above his rating. Yep, definitely above his rating. 20 for the event, above his rating. So well done to AC himself. Um, Chris Hart. Um, yeah, got <laughs> round two did not go his way. Yeah, sums it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what about your uh, MPO boys? You, you had a uh, bit of a chuck around. How did that shake out? Yeah, yeah, loads of fun. Um, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, good golf. Round one, got to play with Ryan Hart, who came out hot uh, with a minus eight. And 
he, he missed so many putts. Like, I'm not lying. He missed so many putts. He made putts, but he like he left a few out there. Um, and so uh, minus eight was good, but it was clear that there was more out there. But the lead card was just as you expect it to be. And I look forward to coverage coming out because you had Reinhardt, Dill Feldman, Patrick Robinson, and Dave Perry. Um, Dave Perry on PDG number, PDG number alone snuck Ryan Deer out of the league card and boy, boy, did he go to work. Um, even through three and then 11 down through his next 15 holes uh, and just torched the field. 10.42 golf. Um, just gross, gross, gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, nuts. Like I just... With a disappointing round one, like he charged home pretty late too. Like I think most of his round was pretty gross round one uh, for his standards and then a pretty decent charge. But yeah, 962 golf, you're a thousand rated player. That's, yeah, you got to be playing under your rating. Nah. 10.42 second round gets him back up. Like nuts. I, I Yeah, I also cannot wait for the coverage to come out. I really want to see this. So um, sick. He's, he's gross. David Perry, um, even through nine holes round one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just, yeah, minus 15 through his next 27 holes. <laughs> uh, not bad, not bad. Um, look, one thing that uh, jumps out at me is the discrepancy between round one and round two ratings. Um, and it's definitely like a pool size issue because the conditions shifted like slightly and like i would say that yeah round two was probably windier than round one but it wasn't it wasn't two and a half strokes harder no no way um and that's how the ratings have shaken out and so it's a bit of a for me it's a bit of a glitch in the matrix that i don't think that's going to smooth out come rating update because of just how the tournament was run so yeah it's just it's a bit weird for mine and like the only reason i've noticed is because I played, I played above rating. Like I, I know my rating, and it's come in as a nine forty six event. Um, but it's only because round one sitting at nine three three, and under on that course is not nine thirty golf. Yeah, under on that course is, is dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know exactly how that worked because we we thought that splitting the divisions might mess with stuff, but nationals kind of proved that wrong. Um, we thought that sort of basing you know, condition on condition, weekend to weekend, it was pretty much the same. Uh, yep. Not this. Like, this is hectic discrepancy. Just from yep. having the pro players, which is, uh, what is that, 19 players in a pool one day, and then the next day, uh, 105. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very interesting one to see there. Uh, it's not like the AMs just choked it so hard. Like, it's that doesn't really work that way. Um, no, not not a hundred players. Nah, nah. I like I've like if yeah, without nerding out too much, it's it's a lot. It's got to be something to do with the fact that it was round one, and you know, as the old adage goes, you can't you can't win day one, but you can lose. And I think I think a lot of MPO players played within themselves round one, and and therefore there was less blowouts. Um, and so it just kind of. Yeah, shifted a bit. So if you look at round two, you've got Sky shooting plus two, plus two, plus five. Um, you got a few more over the card with a lot less of that um, round one, like a lot less than that round one. So that's a part of it as well. But yeah, there's def- it's definitely an anomaly for mine. Mm. 
Odd. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the very next weekend, we had a whole bunch of disc golf. Uh, we weren't a part of it, but we'll get to that soon. But they had the flex start, part of the Summer Cup Revival flex start. So it was uh, all one-round tournaments. I believe the first day had uh, two of them, right? Uh, uh, yeah, the 26 had one at Bicentennial and one at Bald Hill. Yep. Uh, and it seems like a lot of people got out uh, to it, which is pretty cool to see. We won't go through a ton of it. We'll just pick out some notables. But at uh, Bicentennial, Jeff Brunsting, the only person under par for the whole day, uh, which Crazy. was pretty wild. Uh, Taron was the highest rated player out there, and he's sort of under 900 rated at the moment. So, you're not a huge uh, pool to select from. But, yeah, well done, Jeff. Like, <laughs> I wonder if, oh, I'm sure he knows about it. But he got a good win in the MA50. And, yeah, the only person under par at Bicentennial. So, I wonder if... Because he played late. I wonder if it was, like, crazy windy in the morning or something. Or maybe he just played really well. It's probably information... Maybe he just played really well. Maybe he just played really well. Yeah. It gets a good field, too. Like, it's... um, He got, yeah, Pip Doug by five strokes. Brett by four. Eamon can get going. Like, yeah, that's a good win. Uh, good little start there for Jeff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then they had another one same day at uh, Bald Hill. So Jeff popped over there as well, but <laughs> no good there. He play, can't, be, can't be playing Doug and Bald Hill. No chance. So uh, nice, good victory there for Doug. Any other standouts for you? Uh, it's good to see Terry drive up the highway. I, I, I bet Terry loves coming up to Melbourne and just kicking it with the MA50 crew. Um, I'm so jealous. I hope I'm still, I'm sure I still will be, but I hope I'm still winning green jackets when I'm in <laughs> MA50. <laughs> um, but obviously the MPOs came to play at Bald Hill. Um, and so you had field of five with some very, very strong names in there. Some people that ha- had a good showing at nationals even. So you got Aiden Howard, Ryan Deer, Marcus Velotta, Leo Dykes and Mikey Hare. So that's, uh, that's a pretty hot, just little sneaky division there. Um, but I guess somewhat no surprise, Aiden Howard takes it out with a minus nine, but no, no one hits double digits. No one hits double digits at Bald Hill. That's... It's a bit light on for mine, and I'm sure Ryan Deere is uh, turning in his grave with a minus six. I'm sure yeah, that's exactly. his personal worst ever around Bald Hill. Probably. And yeah, yeah, you say a bit light on, but that neg nine rated out at 988. So it was a good day to be playing at Bald Hill yeah. uh, ratings-wise. So uh, yeah, I can't imagine that uh, neg nine hits 988 too often. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but a plus two for Jace Wiener is, is good going. I did like that. Solid. Solid mm. for sure. Uh, and then the next day, they headed out to Ruffy Lake. Correct. Uh, 27 people show up to that, and uh, Ryan Deere got his uh, got his revenge, I guess, with, with a nice neg 11. Yeah, coming in coming in under Aiden's nine, uh, 988 and not minus 9 yeah. at Bald Hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> salty. Yeah. So, salty. Oh, salty for sure, I bet. Uh, yeah, yeah. well, probably got a bit ruined because uh, Seb Williams also hit neg 11 Jam. and Sam Barnett hit neg 10. Brennan Benton hit neg 9. That's what did it. Sorry, yeah. Ryan, dear. You can't have MA1 doing that. <laughs> yeah, that'll mess you up. Good score across the board. The MA50s tore it up as well. Doug oh. and Jeff went at it, but Doug smoked him. 
with an X7. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good golf played out there. Tim Ware and Taron had a good little battle. Uh, yeah, good, good to see. Yeah, really good. Uh, and then the final flex round on the uh, final day, which was the Sunday, uh, had a little bit of controversy to it in yeah. Melton. So we won't go too much into it because uh, it's all, I don't want to say mountain out of a molehill, but there's already way too much about a one-day, one-round, 16-player tournament. <laughs> um, one thing I will say, though, is we do have to remember these are PDGA events even though they're all very casual and fun. But even the league days, uh, the PDJ leagues at Stony and Bicentennial and things like that, they still have to have PDJ rules. So if you, if you wouldn't do it at a normal tournament, then you know don't do it at these. Um, but on the other side of that too, yeah, it's a tournament. So if you have an issue with something that happened at it, message the TD instead of uh, putting stuff out there. For everyone to see, um, yeah, that, that's all I really have on it. You? Look, I, um, yeah, one thing I want to say, I've already dropped the old adage uh, once this episode, but I'm going to use that saying again. As the old adage goes, you know what they say about assumptions. And there was a group chat that lit up um, with some wild assumptions made. And that's me being kind. Um, (laughs) And um, I think the mountain out of the molehill is also a bit of what's going on, but I'll, I'll just uh, fact check you on something. It was it was not a sixteen player event. It was a it was a twenty player event. True, true. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was just saying it's it's a small little nothing. Well, not nothing, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, of course, of but course. there was some definitely some good golf played out there. Tim Ware with a neg twelve came in at nine nine one. Jeez, these little tawnies are nuts. <laughs> Um, Ash with some very solid golf at Neg 6 as well. Uh, I do like that. But uh, Jeff Brunson takes the win in MA50. So a couple wins for him on that weekend. He started to get that tally back up. Yes. Which is the whole purpose of this, of the Summer, <laughs> summer Cup Revival, is to get Jeff wins. Um, anything else stand out to you? Um, yeah, like again, MA50, ring-a-ding-ding. Two mm. shots separates like Terry's up there again, Kerry, Brett. Um, what a division to be a part of. Um, yeah. Anita, Anita and Kim went toe-to-toe, only one shot separated them. Um, that's that's good going. Ash had another good one, minus one, going under the card. 837, Jesus. A couple of 800 rated rounds in there for Jace. Look out. Um, yeah, some good stuff. And I, I and Seb's. I got to play a casual round with a couple of holes with Seb. Seb, I'm not even going to try. Let's go. Seb Gutierrez in <laughs> MA4. I just played with him tonight, actually. Uh, jet of a dude. Been living in Australia about eight years. Bit of a bit of an ultimate player. Relatively new to disc golf, but frothing it. You know how like uh, Chris Finn used to rock up to PDJ events with the the rubber bands and like do all those stretches and warm ups. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a couple of players taking themselves slightly too serious. Very, very surprised and somewhat alarmed to find Seb ro- rocking up to Melton all by himself. And uh, as we're walking over to the T of one, there he is with his elastics warming up. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. 
calm down. Nah, nah, no, this is just coming from a man who thinks top speed is uh, like aggressive walking pace. You got you got to take care of the body, mate. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Don't. Uh, I'm not shaming you there, Seba. Don't listen to Chris. Uh, it was good. We all obviously just rolling out of work. The three of us, me, Dom, and Riley, and um. We, we have this like uh, tradition where we just tee off. Like our first like throw, there's no mulligans. Like there's no warm-ups, you just throw. Yeah. Um, and me and Dom like put it to within a foot. Riley unfortunately hits the board um, and has to, apart from OB and uh, Seb hit first available. Sorry, Seb. I know you're never going to listen to this, but uh, <laughs> that, that, that gave me a chuckle. The, uh, the elastics didn't help, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, you didn't see any of our names at any of these flex starts because we were too busy. It was our uh, third instalment of the oh, here we are. the green here we are. jacket. So for the people who don't know, um, there's a, a, a group of our mates that we've been playing disc golf with for a very long time. And uh, was it must be two years ago now, we went on a little boys road trip. And played some disc golf and some variations of it and uh, had a few bevies and we stayed at Inverley. Had a really good time and uh, Joel made a, uh, got a green jacket that he found from an op shop and he got it commissioned with our, uh, our group chat logo or whatever acronym. Uh, and the winner of the weekend got to keep the green jacket. And you won that inaugural weekend. Prestigious uh, honour. We repeated it last year uh, at, a, at a couple of different locations, and uh, you you retained the jacket. Prestigious honour. <laughs> prestigious honour. So, <laughs> the it was basically any anyone but Chris will be happy to win this year. Um, and so, what we started in Inverley. We went. Correct. We went to got together. Started in Inverley, and we played some rolling doubles. Which is a lot Correct. of fun. So let's say you and I are partners on a whole whole one. Then next hole, I'm partners with Darren, and then on the next hole, Jacob, and then whatever our score is, what I score, whatever you know, you score, and we keep individual scores, but we rotate teams. Good little warm up. We played uh, mostly Inverley whites, but everyone had like a veto power to be able to take change it to a gold or a red hole if they felt like it. Uh, and then you, yeah, you kind of smoked us a little bit, which is uh, a bit frustrating. But yeah, it took it got it done with a, a minus nine there in the end with the Roland Dobbs. Wouldn't it wasn't a smoke show though? You, Oscar Hardy, all all jagged minus eights. Good oh scores. yeah, I was pretty good then. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was like, oh whatever, we, we can win that first event. And then you've you've done the right thing. You, uh, well, you and I both punched eight a.m. bevies. Um, but, Correct. <laughs> uh, but you, you sort of kept sinking a few through the round uh, and then a few more to a lot more during the drive over to Mount Gambia. That's and a long I, drive. <laughs> I was like, all right, he's doing the right thing. He's he's putting a self-imposed handicap on himself so that you know he cannot possibly win the weekend. Uh, and then our afternoon round, we met up with uh, Gareth and Jono and we did a, a couple weird variations of game. And, uh, yeah, you played pretty well in that. It was just like, you could barely stand and you were jagging putts. Yeah. I mean, there's photos of me lying on the floor and, um, rolling around and whatnot. And I've heard renditions of how I was playing. I don't really remember much of that round at all. Yeah, I believe um, it. 
<laughs> and yeah, um, I, I, I managed against a nine of us. I managed to come in uh, fourth, only only three shots back of Gareth, who took the win in that round. Yeah, so it's a bit of neck and neck between you and Oscar at this stage. And then uh, we go home, we have a nice night. Dazza cooks us some dinner. And uh, next day, uh, you and a couple of the boys cook us a beautiful breakfast. And we get out to play the advanced layout with uh, some mulligans. Uh, everyone gets some mulligans, depending on where they finish, is how many mulligans they get. And some reverse mulligans, which oh, is the key. Oh, we had the trips first. We had the trips oh, yeah, first. Oh, sorry. Was that first? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so we had the uh, trips. We got put into teams of three based on how we were at at this stage of the tournament. And we played the pro layout. Correct. Which uh, was pretty brutal. And my team was looking great. Myself and Joel and Hardy, six down through nine, we were leading the charge. Uh, I think next best was five and then a four. And uh, we finished six down through 18. So <laughs> less ideal there. Um, and it's a heavily weighted system with the trips. Like you get good points for first and all right points for second and then terrible points for third. So I was like, oh, whatever. Like we're, we're here now. At least, uh, at least you and your crew are going to end up in, in second. Uh, and then you, what did you guys do with the last three holes? Uh, we just thought we'd uh, turn it on and go birdie, birdie, birdie uh, down the latest eruption stretch. So if you're visualizing regular 16, 17, 18, um, you need to think more about holes one, two, three. Um, and yeah, we went birdie, birdie, birdie to finish to uh, jag equal second. Equal first. Equal first, my yeah. bad. Yeah, so a terrible uh, result for, for me because everyone got one point and then myself, Joel and Hardy got seven and that was the weekend done for yeah. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, big clutch moments uh, for you in the last couple of holes because to be fair, you were pretty trash through most of the round. Yeah, we struggled. And I, I personally in the team was like, I was awful. For, I was definitely hung over um and i don't play great hungover golf but apparently after 16 holes i was good to go again <laughs> and um yeah if you follow us on socials you've probably seen the part that was the part on obviously traditional hole three but how hole 18 and uh that was a pretty big moment and um yeah it, i i was i was not going to be stopped after that i don't think yeah <laughs> yeah exactly uh, and then yeah, so we got into the mulligan round on the on the advanced layout, the not the champ one, but the harder of the normal two. And yeah, the reverse mulligan. So at any stage, if you threw a good shot or anyone threw a good shot, we could just say, nope, do it again. Uh, and you hit Jono early, hole one. Hole one. You, you didn't have many mulligans, but Jono hits a big part on hole one, and you're like, try again, son. Fifteen meter part. <laughs> Fair to say, you didn't make it the second time. <laughs> yeah, no, he did not. So uh, it was a bit of that. Uh, we thought, well, I thought everyone was just going to gang up on you, but it really didn't turn out that way. Uh, I took a birdie off you. Joel took a birdie off you. I think Joel uh, used a couple of his mulligans to help Oscar because he was your yeah, he was leading the charge and your biggest rival for the jacket. But uh, everyone else was pretty disappointed. I think Hardy Hardy took one off you. Uh, yeah, a couple a couple went at me, like, but I. I managed to back it up with a second disc on a couple of occasions. Yeah. Um, so that worked in my favor. But yeah, I, I think I, I was three birdies short in the end. Yeah. But still very good, very good golf. I think you finished tied with me uh, and uh, ahead of Oscar potentially. So it's starting to get pretty squirrely with one round to play the next day. 
So we went out straight singles, just regular old disc golf, and we played on the, the champ layout, the hectic one. Uh, and yeah, kind of separated the men from the boys there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, what was there, a 12-shot separation between first and last. Um, and yeah, I got the minus three. Jono was on fire with a minus two. <laughs> yeah, that was um, big playing some Making huge parts. And, and Oscar, the bridesmaid, he was in there. Uh, with a minus one, and I, I know for sure Gareth was disappointed with his even. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, too good for you. Uh, there was a, a rolling skins thing throughout the whole weekend. I don't know, Dazza, Dazza tabulated all that. Uh, I'm sure it was all completely above board. He won it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think you end up smoking Oscar in that, uh, and then the strokes he got him. Well, the points he got him on the final round met the undisputed green jacket winner for a third year in a row was Chris Reynolds. And I just, uh, I don't know. We, we, I, we don't know what we're going to do next year to, to make it so that you don't win. Like we obviously aren't good enough to beat you. Uh, so <laughs> we got to cheat or something. Maybe we'll introduce some stick golf. Cause I know you're trash at that. I am so trash at stick golf. That, so maybe- that would, that would very much help. Three or four rounds of that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hardy's got me covered. Joel's got me covered. Daz, Daz has definitely got me covered. I don't know about. Uh, oh, Jacob plays a bit. Yeah, I'm probably potentially coming last in stick golf. <laughs> I'm so bad. So maybe a bit of that, but maybe some some Bendigo next year. <laughs> yeah, that that could be on the cards. But I've I I, I proclaim that um, obviously we get an embroidered every year. It's going to be C Ronalds three years in a row and. I'm going to keep that trend going until uh, T. Ronalds is uh, ready to get his name on there. T. Ronalds, yeah, sure. <laughs> if your kid gets it before I do that, I don't know. I'll, I'll never play disc golf again. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, an amazing weekend. Uh, loved it so much. Uh, yeah, th- thanks heaps to all the boys for participating. None of them listened to the pod, so I don't know why I'm thanking them. But uh, <laughs> it was an awesome time. And it's something that I, I greatly encourage everyone to get out and do have some sort of weird fun weekend and make it a thing with your crew have something to play for um yeah it's really really good we, we enjoy it more than we enjoy most tournaments so yeah there's so many choices now in australia you can go anywhere you could drive you could fly you can do whatever you want i saw ash b getting you know trying to uh get some energy going in the mountain chat and i've given him a rev up he's keen on it and just, you know, we saw Gannon and the Wieners and stuff do something a couple of weeks ago for M's birthday. Just get amongst it. It's such a good way to spend your time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So back to some actual scheduled disc golf. Oh, we had, oh Give, yeah. Given that, we, given that we had the glitch in the Matrix, can I can I just touch on something? Please do. Touch away. Because we've, we've been in the ether for 48 hours, I, I got to tune into a bit of uh, Parked Media, uh, the clubhouse last night. Yeah, and I just want to share some feedback live on air, um, but that that's not live on air. Um, I know, like we've seen through memes and through some of their Instagram posts and whatnot, that they're a big fan of Austin D's shorts and his attire on the golf course. Yeah, I and honestly am too. I really would like a pair of purple short shorts. So good, so good. It was great to see the boys decide that you know what. All three of us on the couch with the camera perched above us, 
let's let's roll Austin shorts. And just the three lads sat perched on the couch, r- really rocking some short shorts. And it just come through. I had it up on my big screen and it was coming through <laughs> loud and clear. And I just thought, yeah, fair play, fair play. They are big fans of those shorts. <laughs> nice. Uh, while we're revisiting, we were talking about um, Austin getting his uh, Dismania set up. We, uh We had news that, what, Tim Bohan is the prodigy now? This is true. How good's the ether? Yeah. yeah. So Tim Bowen, Tim Bowen, I stole this. Apparently, a tee-off episode came out. I know you said tee-off's not coming back to February, but oh, apparently, an episode, apparently an episode dropped. And that's where Ash heard the news that Tim Bowen is now a prodigy player. Mm, well, there you go. Nice. That's so, uh, It's good Good for prodigy. Not so much good for Tim because he has to throw a prodigy disc now. But <laughs> 100%. But uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not so familiar with their lineup. But I know I know they had like an F5, an F7. I, I don't think they've released the F10 yet. So if they can get the F10 out there for Ten Bowen, that that's that's good marketing right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why we need it. The F10 and the Aussie FD. Uh, we're laughing. So good. <laughs> Give me one of each. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Well, speaking of Aussie D, good segue. We had- and Timmy. <laughs> And Timmy. Timmy. Well, Timmy's not at the Tapu Classic, oh, uh, true. which happened. So New Zealand Nationals is happening this weekend, uh, which is going to be pretty exciting. But they had the Tapu Classic, and uh, Levi Stout, the, the local kid, came out to a, an absolute flyer. Five strokes ahead, or four strokes ahead of Nate Perkins, and five strokes ahead of Corey Ellis. And 1,066-rated round. Whack. Yeah, huge. And then uh, cool down significantly with just a casual 1,003 and 1,027. <laughs> Not good enough to hold <laughs> off uh, Corey Ellis. So Corey Ellis takes out the win with a neg 18, Levi Stout neg 16, and uh, Nate Perkins and Maxime Tangi uh, tied for third with uh, Jackson Sullivan in fifth. The only players... Under, car, uh, under the card for the uh, for the whole weekend, or for the MPOs at least. Uh, what'd you make of that? Um, yeah, it was cool. Like um, that round, Corey, you know, Corey's first round was two shots short of Levi's first round. Um, so I'm looking forward. I think some round one coverage might even drop today or yesterday. So I'll, I might try to check that out. Um, really looking forward to seeing how the next few events shake out. A couple of Aussies in the field. I'm not sure what was going on with Connor because there was scores at stages and not scores at stages. Something uh, There's something that weird was going on there. Um, yeah, don't know. Might have to get a group chat onto it to see what was going on because on PDGA, he's just got three 999s now, but I'm sure he played one round somewhere, didn't he? Uh, not sure. I'm not sure. Sorry, I don't, I don't remember... Seeing that, I had a bit going on that weekend. Yeah, uh, Feezy, another DNF, so hopefully he's all right for the next few events. Hopefully that's not an injury. Um, and yeah, uh, then you'll find Reese uh, bringing up the rear of the completed players, unfortunately, um, and Austin in the middle there on 10th with a, a 10-20 final round. Yeah, big. <laughs> yeah. Big, big finish for him. But uh, yeah, so hopefully they bounce back and have a good showing. Uh, and the FBO, it was uh, no surprise, Juliana Corver and Zoe Andyke uh, having the battle and Juliana Corver wins it. Uh, and Trevor Harbaugh, you familiar with him? He, he killed it. Next six in the yeah. MP40. 
Yeah, one of um, yeah, MA, uh, MP40 uh, dude. Um, yeah, he's a jet. He's been on some Jomez coverage. Um, OG, like PDJ, 26,000. Um, yeah, American guy. Um, good work, Trev. Yeah, nice. So cool to see uh, a lot more uh, Aussies in uh, the Nationals. So real keen for that this weekend. Saw a video of Dill out there throwing a bit. Uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're hearing, we're hearing, uh, imagine thousand rated Wallaby Hill style course. Dope. Um, but I'm not sure if they're, um, if they're playing across maybe a couple of different tracks. I don't know. Uh, they are, they potentially are. I'm seeing in the lineup, at least for day one, you've got the Orchid Red and then you've got the Bella Gold. So I wonder if there's a couple of tracks unfolding at Nationals. Yeah, cool. Nice. Right, well, keep our eyes peeled. Yeah. All right, another thing that happened over the last couple of weeks is we got the announcement for last year's Disc Golf Victoria Tour winners. Oh, we can uh, gloss over this, ain't Nah, nah, we might check <laughs> check out this one. We'll, uh, we'll punch them pretty quick. Uh, but in the FA4, it was Tanya Behan. In the FA40, it was Michelle Schultz, not even Victorian. Uh, <laughs> but gets it done. MA3 was Lewis Penhole. MA40 was Lee Thompson. MA50 was Cranny. FJ15 was Jessica Holman. FA1 was Georgia Carroll. MJ15, Don Carter. FPO, Hussey. Uh, MA4, Chris Scott. MA2, Chris Scott. <laughs> Both the Chris Scotts getting it done. Nice. Uh, MP40, Chris Hart. Uh, FA2, Anita Weber, MA1, this guy's, he's a good-looking rooster, can't make it. Oh, Alan Brunstick. Hey. Uh, and in the MPO, it was uh, Tim Boham. So I'll take my trophy, but uh, let's not look too hard at how many people I competed against. <laughs> but well, well done to all the winners. Yeah, uh, huge. And a good little trophy. Are they bespoke specials where they come Oh, in? Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course, where else? Now they're fantastic. It's probably a good little segue. I might just plug while we're talking about it. Feel free to jump across to the Disc Golf Victoria website. Um, you're going to find everything you need to know about the current tour and obviously the Ruffy Rumble upcoming, get amongst it. But you're also going to find uh, the leaderboard with already tenfold names on leaderboards in there than what we found in 2023. And yeah, I look forward to a few of these categories shaking out throughout the year. Yeah, 100%. Uh, not too much to speak about now because it's all basically, you know, um, Golden City Classic results. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. We got the leaderboard out there real quick. Uh, you jumped on that with the spreadsheet stuff. A couple of little hiccups, but we got it sorted now for uh, Ruffy Rumble. And we'll start punching them out quick and fast. You'll be able to get, li- um, yeah, pretty fast updates on uh, the leaderboard. And, yeah, we've seen a lot of names because everyone who plays is involved. So uh, yeah, could be, uh, could be a pretty exciting year. I think I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I need to, I need to bump myself up a little bit there. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy I got points, but didn't get a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what else have we got here? The uh, the Ace, Ace Club. Club. Oh yes. How can I forget about that? Jeff will kill me if I don't mention that. So we were big on it last year, 
And uh, after Braden had a couple aces and, and wasn't in the ace club and we made a fair bit of fun of him, it boomed. The ace club got pretty big and the pot got pretty fat. So there was definitely some stolen out of it by Tony. Uh, I don't know who gave Stoyer the idea that he should have uh, had some of that ace pot money go to club champs. Definitely wasn't us. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tony scalped a bit of that, but there's still tons in it. So, yes, sign up this year. I'm sure it's in the uh, Melbourne Disc Golf Club website and uh, it'll get you in for the whole year. And I think they're going to cap it at 500 bucks. And then once it pays out, you know, they've got money in the bank sitting there. So, they, yeah, once this one goes off, they'll probably be have close to 500 bucks sitting there again. So it's definitely well worth your time. Get on the Ace Club and uh, get to some Melbourne social days. Get on it early and get to Melton on Sunday. That's, yeah. That's what you need to do. So um, that's what I'll be doing as soon as we finish recording here, if I remember. Um, straight onto that Ace Club and I'll be hitting that with, uh, I'll tell you what, we, we made an early call to split the, the Melton metrics into just one round and uh, she's going she's gonna to hit her 36 cap just about. She's oh, no. 20, she's at 28. Um, so if you haven't signed up already and you're listening, uh, jump on it. Um, yeah, Melton's the place to hit an ace for sure. Nice. Uh, we've got a bit of uh, spotlight, not light, to end a pretty big pod. Definitely, definitely. Well, I think uh, we should just do an honorary not light to us for yes. being pretty shit. <laughs> we, yeah. we hit a pretty good pace last year. We, we were getting on it pretty good. But, um, yeah, busy lives in January. So, uh, sorry, guys, but we'll, we'll, we'll endeavour to uh to keep it up yeah yeah we'll we'll get back on our horse don't worry um they'll they'll start coming through smooth um just need uh theater to learn how to sleep if anyone's got any tips let me know <laughs> nice so uh you got any spotlights for me i do i do i'm gonna uh steal a very good one here so um look we have some pdga leagues up and running and um, we obviously a big fan of the Stony one, which um, I've been unable to make too recently. But the Bicentennial one's also into its second week, and it's currently 17 holes in uh, as we speak. And this is the other help that we've got from the glitch in the Matrix. And I would like to give my spotlight to Darren Stay Smith, who is currently 10 under uh, through 17 holes. Ooh, um, yeah, boy. Yeah, so given that that's the same track that only one player managed to go under the card on during the flexi weekend, um, that's pretty good going there, Daz. I hope you finish strong with a birdie on 18, mate. Uh, That I don't know. That could rate in well. We'll have to wait and see. Nice. I like that. Um, What's my spotlight then? A few few decent ones here, but uh, I'm going to chuck it out to Ethan Lewis. I spoke about him already. Uh, yeah, really nice guy. Most of you listening probably have no idea who he even is, but used to play a lot, chilled off for a bit. He's back playing again. Great guy in disc golf. I need to uh, get him to renew his PDJ membership because he hasn't even done that. Uh, but yeah, getting wins in MA1 against stellar competition uh, in me is uh, very impressive. So uh, well done, Ethan. Beautiful. All right, you got a not light? Oh, mate, the the list. The list is so long. It's so just Golden City Classic not lights is so long. Um, 
I'm just going to whittle them down. I, w- I won't even uh, focus too hard on anyone. There's just people that really, really let it down. Uh, Cranny, last place in MP40 with a bit of a bullet. Uh, stepped up because he was sick of beating all the guys in MA50. Said, oh, I want a bit, you know, something to humble me a bit. Whack, got humbled in his own, <laughs> in his own backyard. Uh, Patrick Graham, we talked him up as possibly winning MA1. Same deal, 13 strokes off the pace in his own backyard. What are you doing, Pat? Uh, and who else? I had someone else I was really mad at. Oh, yeah, Nate Parrish. <laughs> Same deal, his own backyard. Uh, we talked him up uh, as a possible contender and destroyed, 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 destroyed. So, Nate, Craddy, Pat, three Ballarat locals, three bottom of their division. Not good enough. Lift. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. All right, mine. Um, look, this is this is ironic, and I, I know I've been looking forward to this moment, and I didn't. <laughs> I already had this up my sleeve, not knowing that I was going to get to listen to a second episode of the Clubhouse. But I already had it in the barrel. They got off to a bit of a shaky episode, uh, a bit of a shaky start. Episode one, where they they went hard at the camera, and there was just no audio coming through, and I was like, all right. That's pretty funny. And you and I know, Alan, we've had some audio issues issues over the time. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, cool. I'm going to just let, let another let another crew know. And then I tune in for episode two. Um, but not once, but twice uh, did they find themselves with some audio challenges throughout the episode. Um, again, right at the start of the episode, just beautiful three, two, one live. I'm imagining someone there with a the little clicker. And they go and the camera's panning left and right and they're laughing and they're pointing and there's just not one piece of audio coming through. Not at all. And I'm like, what is happening? What is this charades? Um, and then and then they dialed in old mate uh, Australia Stats from Geelong, uh, Dean uh, Feely. And, uh, and we could, I could hear him. The audience could hear him. But the boys on the couch in the Austin shorts couldn't hear him and that caused issues as well. So sort it out, boys. You've got all the gear Finish my saying. Sorted out. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Goodbye, you. Uh, did you just gloss over the fact that we found out who Australia Stats is? No, no. I'm just making that up. I don't know. Oh, if it is. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I missed that one. <laughs> no, nah, it could be. It could be. That's. Uh, he's my new. He's my new target. He's, <laughs> <Nice>. he's... <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Big pod. Uh, remember, you've got. Uh, uh, until Wednesday or whenever we do the next pod, but hopefully it'll be Wednesday to get your entries in for our amazing giveaway. So get on that. We want Disc Golf Warehouse's next big thing, their next big idea, their next big product, their next big whatever. Uh, hit us up and uh, make it funny and you, you, you're probably a good chance. Uh, Peace out. Other than that, yeah, see you later. <laughs>